We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from our Dude, this fridge that you got, this new one for the basement is pretty sick It's pretty nice It's a uh, glass front it's got uh, LEDs in it, so you can see what's in it. You can also see like the temperature. You can set the temperature. Like it's not like one of those little like this is temperature one, two, three, four. Like you can set it to like specific degrees, right? Yeah, correct. It's accurate to the to the degree. And no more uh, no more college fridge because it broke. Well, but I think we have a good replacement. Though. Well, and this as well. Like the cans look like they fit in there better. Yeah, well, we like, don't have the little ice box in the top right of it, the freezer box that nobody uses. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, What? who thought that that was a good idea? Like, I, you're fitting one bag of vegetables in there. Yeah, 126 cans, though. 126. Supposedly 126 12-ounce cans. Isn't that a keg's that's, worth? Uh, I think that's, that's a keg's worth of beer. Be pretty close to it, yeah. Well, sweet. We can have... Uh, our own individual slice of a keg with all the 126 cans that we've got. I thought about, so we've got a bar set up now, basically in the basement and, uh, which almost, almost, I mean, it's basically there. I did think about at one point putting in a, a kegerator and then running a tap up through the, the, the top of the, we, we do have enough space on this corner to do that for sure. It It could, could. but I don't think we're going to go through that much beer until it goes bad. Like, yeah, you and I won't. Well, I, I mean, we do this podcast every Friday. Welcome everybody to the Last Call Podcast. My name is Aaron Thompson. Alongside me is my co-host Nick Warner. Where every week we do this podcast and try to drink six beers in sixty minutes while doing so. But here's the catch: each beer does have to be five percent alcohol by volume or greater. Um, I mean, with us doing this podcast every Friday, drinking those six beers, I mean, it, I, we could go through it pretty quick. Yeah, and then, like, if people come over after... Like, once we get this bar finished, this will be... Like, we cleared... You cleared out. Not we. I wasn't here for this. But yeah, you, yeah. You, <laughs> now, wait a minute. You, you, I was like, that was... <laughs> must You must have just, like, Wi-Fied or Bluetoothed in, you know, use the uh, the Internet 3 I was just he- to metaverse your way into my basement and help me clean. It's I was, pretty amazing. I was here in spirit. Yeah. But after getting rid of a lot of the stuff on the other side of the... the I'm going to call it the studio... There is so much room for activities now. So uh, we get this bar finished. We got a sweet new 126 can fridge. Um, if we can make like the bar top so like it is attached to the actual bar instead, <laughs> instead of free floating like okay, it still is. It's, it's a work in progress. But it, got a lot going on. We do have a lot going on, but it's uh, it's all good stuff. So I'm uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm happy about it. And um, just a, a few more touches. We're hoping... I know we keep alluding to this and alluding to it and alluding to it, but we're hoping by the season two finale, so that'll be episode 25 of season two. This is 18? Sounds right. I, I think, think, I think this is 18. It's hard to keep track of anymore. It is, and it's going by quickly. So season 18, so we've got like seven... S- season, 18. season 18. Jesus, it really <laughs> flew by. <laughs> episode 18. Um, so seven more weeks and we'll do the finale and hopefully on the finale we'll actually have our video up and going and we might even do a live stream of the podcast for the season finale so we'll uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that but part of that is we got to finish up the studio make it look nice and pretty and presentable on camera for when we get that going so that is that is the goal you know what i would love to do uh i'd love to be able to show off the ticket that i got last night what on camera what what yeah like basically what, a parking what ticket? To, i would love to be able to show it on camera because whatever is, um, it, a, is it a parking ticket it, it is a parking ticket so last night i went to a concert with my parents i went to the eagles Ooh. my parents and my brother um for all those who don't know the eagles are a band that started early 70s or so and has stayed together this entire time uh, there's one of them that had passed away, but for the most part, they're all getting up there in age, like 75 years old. But more than likely, I, I'd say this is probably going to be their last um, tour. So my parents are huge fans, wanted to see them, so we went with them. Um, but before we went, we went to a nice restaurant. So we park across the street for uh, from the restaurant on uh, Mass Ave. 
Mm-hmm. And so we have Park Mobile. So I go to pull up, pull up the Park Mobile app, which is basically the new version of putting coins in the meter, right? And I'm walking into the restaurant and I, you know, hit the button. So I have literally walked across the street and then hit start my time. We eat dinner. I come out and then there's a ticket on the the windshield. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm like, surely I did click it and I checked and I was like, yeah, I did pay for it. Look at the ticket. The ticket said five fifty nine. I hit go on my uh, thing at six o'clock. I started my spot at six o'clock. So that means somebody was sitting there waiting for me. Literally like in the shadows, like a shady drug dealer, just waiting to pounce out and correct sell you drugs. Except this time it's giving you a, give you a ticket. Like I walked away and they're like, Oh, he walked away without leaving his spot. Like he didn't hit go when he was standing in his spot. How ridiculous. And how petty is that? That's uh, I, that's such, 20 bucks. That's so dumb. I paid I paid for the spot is the worst part. $20 and I paid $1.75 for parking for an hour. But I I don't think I can get the refund on my parking. Dude, yeah, I don't and because it's electronically stamped, I don't think you can like go in front of a judge and be like, "Hey, like I actually paid." But I don't know that they can prove that they like is the ticket that you got is there an electronic stamp on it? I mean, it just has 559. But it, was it written by hand? Was the time written by hand or was the time like printed off like on a machine? It was printed off like on a machine. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if they wrote that by hand, you could easily go and say, how do it said six o'clock? How do I know that that person didn't just go and write a ticket like for a minute earlier? Yeah. I think it's, I I think it's absolutely petty. Like it's completely petty. That's so dumb. And and the worst part, uh, I I went on because I was annoyed and. I was like, okay, well, let me see if I can contest this. And so I started going through the information and everything. And there, there is so much stuff. They automatically ask you, is there a lawyer that's going to be uh, um, representing you? Yes or no? What's their name? This, what's this information? This information? This? They make it so inconvenient for you and make you check so many boxes and say, and then they're like, hey, by the way, if this happens, this is going to happen. And you're going to, this is what's going to happen to you. And your fine's going to go up to this and this and this. And you're going to have to pay this. They basically threaten you and, I don't know, uh, make you feel like you have no chance of winning at all. So To the point where you just give up and you don't uh, don't even try to So that's, back. there have been a couple instances that I've had where I've gotten like pulled over. And one of them was coming home from Southwest Missouri, coming back to, I was in college going to college from southwest missouri and i was driving through a zone so i take one highway that's 70 like the whole way except through this one town that decided they're special and get to go in it's 60 miles an hour rather than 70 mm-hmm. like they make you slow down to look at their shitty town i hate this town with a passion it's do you know what that town's name is i i'm not gonna put up it's rolla missouri fuck rolla missouri <laughs> so i'm not gonna do it all right well i'm gonna do it <laughs> let me throw some shade real quick Fuck Rolla, Missouri. I hate, I literally flip Rolla, Missouri off every time I drive through there. I hate it. It's a shitty rundown town and it pisses me off. Mainly because that town. It's 10,000 people. Now we just, we definitely are going to lose 10,000 listeners. Good. Fuck Rolla, Missouri. Anyways, uh, so I, there is a point where it goes back to 70 on the other side of after you drive through the town. And I was speeding up, in my opinion, the cops saw it differently. I was speeding up to the speed limit where the speed limit sign was. So I was going 70 and a 60 and he pulled me over for going 70 and a 60. He was like, dude, the speed limit sign is literally right there. Like I was getting up to speed. He goes, no, 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 that sign's way, you started way back there. And I was like, no, I didn't. Like, and so for me to fight that ticket, cause I, I wanted to, he was just being an absolute dick about it. I wanted to drive all the way back to Rolla, which from college was like four hours just to over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I was like, I'm going to be coming who I, and I think it was like over a Christmas um, break that my court date would have been. I wanted to drag that motherfucker into court like over Christmas and just contest it just to be an asshole. Cause it just, it really irked me. A lot of times they won't, 
they won't show up. If you say that you're going to dispute it, they're just like, no, we're not going to, I'm not going to do it. The other time, um, you was know towns like that exist where they specifically where they drop the speed limit. So when you drive through there, they can like get a ticket on people. Yeah. Like they're specific, like that's how they bring in revenue for the town is literally just doing that. <sighs> Don't, it's insane. I'm, I'm not going to anyway, get into that. Ahead. I've got my opinions. The second time was when I was driving up, I think it was from Cincinnati to Michigan. I think that's when it was. And I was going fast. Like I was going 90 in a 70. So I was, I was hundred percent speeding and I got pulled over and, um, cop decided to be nice. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to just pay, just admit that you did it. I'll knock it down to five over. We'll call it a day. I was like, sweet. So few like weeks later, I get a, a letter in the mail from the secretary of state of Michigan, essentially, essentially saying, Hey, we noticed that you had a speeding ticket. If you go and pay us a hundred dollars and take this safe driving course, we won't report that ticket to your insurance company. I was yeah. like, what kind of extortion is this? I'm getting letters from the secretary of state extorting me for money, telling me if I do this, they won't tell my insurance company. It's like, what kind of blackmail bullshit is going on? You've never done that? No. Oh, that's absolutely a thing. Like, Especially in Indiana. Like, but am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? Is that not just like very blackmail-y? Like, hey, we won't tell your insurance company to make your rates go up if you pay us it's a way for them to get money and for you to save money by not having to pay more insurance dude that's something seems wrong about that to so me i've done it like every single time and they say yeah this will be erased off your record it, you have to shoot i gotta remember what it was it's like you can't have another ticket once you once you pay it you can't have another ticket within like a year of that one yeah um otherwise it goes back on hmm um, but I, I was doing something the other day. I think it was like a couple of years ago. We were looking up like criminal records or something like that. So naturally I Google myself and then my tickets popped up and I was like, well, that was a lie. I paid for the thing and I can see them right here. <laughs> yeah. Does it say like expunged over it, but it's still like there or is no, it just, it, it's just there. Actually. Yeah. That's probably what it was. So it's like, okay. It says like removed from record, but it's like, it's still in my record. Yeah, it just no, says removed from the record. It's not like they burned the file. They literally just uh, like stamped on the file. Yep. He paid some money. Uh, we'll turn the blind eye, Dude, but kept the record. Did you know that you can find out if the FBI has a file on you? Really? For anything? Yeah. It's a, I think it is a part of the Freedom of Information Act. Again, I got this information on TikTok. I didn't look too much into it. I just thought it was interesting. God, you get <laughs> information from TikTok. So, okay, but, but I just looked at it, but uh, I didn't dig too so, much into it so other than watching the TikTok. As a part of the Freedom of Information Act, because you can pull information on various people, you can pull one on yourself. And if there's a file on you, the FBI will send you the file that they have on you. Did you confirm this? Uh, I will right now. I'm gonna do this on the spot confirmation. Oh I, I can't stand that crap, man. Can't. Yeah, I know. We've talked I about it. I can't stand it. Can you pull an FBI <laughs> file first, the, on yourself? The first link that's gonna pop up is like five TikToks that are completely wrong. Okay, so there's a wiki. <laughs> are we again? Are we considering Wikipedia a valid source? I, I think Wikipedia is fine. So WikiHow English teacher would say otherwise. WikiHow.com. How to obtain your FBI file? You can submit a joint Freedom of Information Act and Privacy Act request when seeking your own individual file. So it's going to be something where I have to submit a crap ton of information. All right, here to we go. To where it's inconvenient and I really don't want to do it. Well, I want to see. So, yes, it is available, but they make it extremely hard to find out. Well, this WikiHow isn't like. You, know, you ever gone on a. Oh, here it is. Okay. I love the WikiHow um, because it's like step one, and then there's like nice, like colorful cartoon pictures that they put. And it's just like how to find your FBI file for dummies, essentially, is what I'm looking this at. This man likes coloring books and TikToks. All right. Uh oh, that's appealing a DOJ response. Do you want to learn how to do that? <laughs> no, I I don't. Step one: review the DOJ's letter. That seems pretty self-explanatory. Uh, send to or number two: draft your appeal. Well, that seems intense. 
You can find sample appeals letters online, though, if you really want to. Wait, what? Sorry, what was that again? Are you, are you listening to me? I had something pop up on LinkedIn. Yeah, okay. Anyways, uh, step one, review the DOJ's letter. Step two, draft your appeal. You must appeal, or your appeal must be a persuasive argument, setting forth the reasons for your appeal. And you can actually find, like, sample appeal letters on the internet. I would love to hear your persuasive argument. Uh, as to what? Why you think you should be able to get that information. I'm me. Like, my dude, I've this got, I've got the so same many. Same thing we go back to dude, you giving I've, a TED talk that I, one time. I've got so many, like, thoughts. Like, I, I, I want to register myself as an endangered species. Because <laughs> there's only one of me. Like, there's not <laughs> that, multiple that of me. That is correct. That is correct. So, I want to register myself as an endangered species. It's like, uh, I want, I want protection. I want... <laughs> I don't know if that means I'm going to be like locked in a pen or something because like they can't, you know, nothing can happen to me, but I, I feel like I'm an endangered species. Am, am I wrong? <laughs> no, I don't know what to say to that. I mean, I mean, my logic I mean, is sound. I think I've, you're I've wrong. also, I've also explained my logic but, on but everything a, is 50 50. But you're a species, are you? Homo sapien? I mean, I guess it depends, but I think there's only one of me. So, correct. I think there is only one of this, but there is only you could one. be an endangered species. No, but no, <laughs> I, I'm a Homo sapien. I'm a, a human being. Yeah, whatever. just like a panda. There's only one of this panda. I don't know. I think I'm an endangered species, and I deserve certain rights and protections. Your brain sure is. That's for sure. I've also told you my theory on probabilities, right? I think I've said it on the podcast. But they're probably not right. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nope. Nope. There it is. Um, Good. <laughs> you do, that, that is a very underutilized feature of this this soundboard. Oh, God. My microphone came I think you hardly off. ever use it. All right. I'm just going to hold my microphone. I don't care. Um, no, I don't use the soundboard much because I still have all of those songs from Friday Vibes listed on there. Like... Uh, Oh, I don't want to play them because we keep getting notices from YouTube about our stuff. Wait, uh, what about? What, sorry, I'm I'm trying to fix your mic while trying to talk into my. I mic. told you what I about, would just what hold about it. Our, uh, the people, our requests that we got via email. It's like okay. One of our first emails that we've ever gotten. Okay, real quick, my probability theory, just in case I haven't said it, is that every probability, any chance of something happening is always 50-50. Either it happens or it doesn't. It's not 20% and 80%. It's 50-50. Either that thing happens or it doesn't. That's my probability theory. Yeah, but what? you're a gambler. What about a dice? <sighs> it's a 50-50 shot whether the number I want comes up or not. That is absolutely false. That's 100% how probabilities work. So uh, going to what Nick was just talking about where... Um, we actually did get a request from an indie indie rock indie pop i forget which one it was um hold on i'll pull up the emails we got a request from an indie band uh asking indie as in i-n-d-i-e yeah i-n-d-i-e i-n-d-y like as in indianapolis uh, abbreviation so it is an indie pop band out of los angeles and at first like when i got this email i thought it was kind of a scam like hey because they like told they gave me a link to go to and they said use this password i'm like well this seems sketchy so i'm just gonna probably ignore it i'm a nigerian prince and i'm trying to i'm looking for somebody to help me out so yeah well much like the lady from ukraine wanting me to send her bitcoin Mm -hmm. um so I ignore it, but then I keep getting more and more emails from this person. And I finally, I told you about it and you're like, see what they want. You know, what's going on? So what they originally want it wanted was for me to play one of their songs. And I was but like, they asked it in like kind of a weird way. Well, no, I thought it, was it just, sounded weird at first. Well, it just, okay. Uh, hope this email <laughs> finds you well. Nice to e meet you. We are insert band name here indie pop man from los angeles we are releasing this song and video march 18th well we're past that date we were wondering if you would put this song on your playlist and spin it i think she thinks we're disc jockeys i mean to a point you do have the equipment to do it yeah you don't have turntables but 
we I could, do. We I'm could not, spin I'm not, a track if I'm, you would like. I'm not spinning anything. I'm pressing a button and letting it ride. Spin those knobs. Could spin those knobs. Anyways, um, so that's the first email I get. And then they, you know, go on like, hey, just want to make sure you got the email. Did you have a chance to listen to the song? And whatever. So I tell you about this. And I was like, yeah, like, did you see those emails? Because it went to our last call, the T-H-E-E, last call at gmail.com for anybody who, I guess, would email us for whatever reason. And you're like, we'll see what they want. Like, respond. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I was like, I don't know. I play this track. My computer gets hacked again. And then I lose all my my stuff. So I email him back. I was like, hey, you know, we're just a small podcast. I'm not entirely sure what you want us to do. Um, And they responded with if you like our music would you be interested in doing an interview so the question is and and i'm gonna leave this up to the six listeners like i don't think they i I don't think they know who we are or what we do oh they're definitely just shotgunning oh they're throwing it they're they're mass spamming an email to every soundcloud email that's out there hoping for something to I'm stick. assuming that's where they got it because yeah. we do actually have this podcast on SoundCloud so if you don't know how podcasts work like I'll educate you a little bit you can create a SoundCloud account and you get an is it an RSS RRS file whatever link and then you can link your essentially your SoundCloud to all of these other platforms so whenever I upload to SoundCloud it automatically distributes to all of the other platforms that we're on except YouTube Nick so it goes to Spotify. It's a, it's a more effort. It's a <laughs> bit more effort. I'm just throwing that out there. So it goes to Spotify and Apple Music right now. But I'm assuming she found us on Spotify and just like you said, they might have just spammed every email they could possibly see on on there as like a, hey, like would you play our song? But again, I don't know. Are there just radio DJs on Spotify? Or I, I again, I don't know exactly what they wanted. I'm t- tempted to maybe do the interview because it would be complete something completely different. Here's the issue: one, I don't think we could, would have enough to talk to them about for an hour. Two, I don't, don't have to talk to them for an hour though. So it could be 15 minutes. But two, I also talk to them for five minutes. We could talk to them for 30 seconds and find out it went horribly and that they <laughs> are terrible. <laughs> so. Uh, I kind of want to do it just to see because it would be something different and interesting, but I think they would get on and they would immediately be like, oh, we messed up. Like, this is a waste of our time. We could also act like a big radio show. Hey, welcome to The Last Call, Q102.7 FM. Yes. We'll work on the voice. We are live with, insert indie pop band name here. I like You'd be better at doing, I don't have the radio voice at all. I don't know that I do either, but. I, I would I would play it up. So, anyways, if anybody actually wants to hear us interview them, uh, we could possibly set it up, but maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you you really don't seem too interested in doing that. I think it could uh, could be fun, but I think it could also go. Actually, for us, there is no there is no downside to it. To be honest, no. There is aside there's, from you losing your computer, possibly. <laughs> to, yeah, when, to some malware. For us, I don't think there's any downside to it. I don't think so. I mean, what, what's the harm? We we learn about a new indie pop band. So it would be really funny if they I, got on. They're like, "Wait, you're not a radio show? No, we're a podcast." Like the <laughs> the best thing that could actually happen is that we befriend this band and then we get them to do all of the cover songs we could ever need, so that we can use them and not get flagged by YouTube or whatever. You mean like uh, who's the Dua Lipa? What what about Dua Lipa? She's getting like sued. Oh, she, a, a little little different case there. She's getting sued for uh, her songs. Basically, she was taking the the beats, the samples from other songs without allegedly. Alle- <clears throat> allegedly, it has alleged allegedly. <laughs> I don't think that's been proven, but yeah, Dua Lipa's I guess in legal Sounds battles right now. Oddly similar. Yeah, but. I mean, I mean, you're you're allowed to sample, but I think you have to give credit. And see, I don't know how sampling works. I don't know because we've talked about this before about different songs that are sampled that you wouldn't actually think are sampled. I don't know how sampling works. My my assumption is if you sample it, then you have to give some kind of credit. 
but is it credit or is it royalties? Like, do you have to pay the student? Like, I don't know how whatever they come up with, they probably work out their deal. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to work out a deal here. Oh, we could. That's why I'm not. We'll send them a six pack a month. Yeah. No, they should send us a six pack. Uh, They have to pay us. Actually, that's true. We are trying to blow them up. Yeah. They're trying to ride our clout wave. They are. They are. So anyways, I thought that was interesting because again, I thought it was spam, but then they kept emailing me and then like when I responded, they actually responded back. So I guess they, and they are on Spotify. Like I looked them up and their music's not bad. Like I actually, there was, I don't know. It was kind of, it wasn't funk. I mean, it was indie pop, I guess (laughs) literally what they described themselves as is indie pop, which could be really anything. Yeah. So anyways, uh, if anybody who actually was interested in us interviewing them for like 15 minutes, just to do something different again why not but i don't know we'll see we're probably not going to reach out to them on our own so we got to hear from you the fans at the t-h-e-e last call podcast at instagram yeah i I was about to give you a compliment and say that you were getting like really really good at plugging it every once in a while occasionally i think of it we forget to do that often we do have but then you threw in that instagram well, oh, I, right. because I went back to the Gmail, so I said at, and then yeah, I was like, just change all that over. Yeah, we should. We need another intern. So who who was it? Somebody mentioned to me that like our our tag names on the Mary. different stuff. Oh, Mary said Holy that. Mary. Yeah. Thanks, Mary. That's mm. all right. We'll get to it. We'll do it eventually. So so this concert last night. Okay. It was really funny because it's. I told you the band's been around since the 1970s, so you can imagine that the crowd is old. I was gonna say uh, experienced. <laughs> experienced. It's not. It's not their first concert. <laughs> not their first radio. Okay. Okay. So I thought it was funny. So the concert starts at eight, and so all the lights and stuff start going at like 7:59 or whatever and this this lady is behind me she is an elderly woman probably in her 60s or so and she goes oh eight o'clock right on time and i'm like only these kind of people would like care like it's it's right on time we're good we're good like if you or i are at a concert we're not worried about if they're on time or whatever i don't care if they're on time if like did they have an opener no it was just they had no opener no it was just them oh okay so they didn't have to like change out because tip like if you if anybody's ever been to a concert typically like you have your opener and then like they have their little stage set up but then they have to like clear all that stuff out to make way for like the actual headliner coming out sure so there's a little bit of a transition period there if you have an opener but yeah of course you're going to start running out of time if you don't have an opener i just it's it's just funny because i that's an old person thing to do is like oh yep eight o'clock we're right on time we're doing good and then she looks around and she's kind of not even worrying about the concert she's like ah there's there's a lot of people here there's there's still quite a few open seats though and it's like all these things that if you or i are at a concert we're not worried about we're just like having fun drinking beers specifically budweiser's preferably uh and just getting ready for the show See, but we've talked about this before where I do that, what this woman was doing. I people watch at concerts. People watching is fun. I, I mean, like fun it, and fine. I think when I, this is when I don't people watch is if I'm like down in the pit. If I'm like in a in open air where like I'm moving around and I like, I can't really see across the entire venue and I just, I see the stage and just a bunch of people around me. I have a little bit more fun in that instance the two last two concerts I went to where we had like fixed seats and I just have to stay right where I'm at and I don't like I can't mix with people or walk around or do anything like that that's when I start people watching all the time mm-hmm. so I don't know maybe that's it for me but yeah I would have 100% noticed oh there's a lot of empty seats or I don't know that I would have just- noticed the time I guess with no opener and like just sitting there waiting for the band I might have checked my watch every once in a while like yeah like how close are we to show time because I don't want to stand here for an hour if they're not going to come on for another hour it's just I I don't know for me the point the point is like we're excited about the concert I'd be talking to other people about the concert like if they're excited about it their first time seeing them like when it was how many concerts they've been to doing this and that 
like all that build up for it but i don't know regardless you, it was a what did sorry? you bu- did you buy a t-shirt i did not so i've actually seen them twice and they were actually my first concert that i went to back in like 2011 or 2010 or something like that first concert that i saw in the same exact stadium like 10 years before and i did buy a t-shirt there so the guys now best quote of the night that i heard from the uh uh one of the musicians uh he goes by the name of joe walsh that is actually his name not the name that he goes by um oddly enough eminem has sampled one of his songs Hmm. life's been good to me uh, by Joe Walsh, but uh, Eminem has an actual song that has a sample of it in there. But he goes, he's, I think he's turning 75 this year and he's up there, you know, in between songs and is just giving a little speech. And he says, Yeah, I found out that it's a lot more fun when you're 20 years old in the 70s than being 70 in the 20s. Huh. I, I just thought it was funny. It's just, I mean, so, it's an interesting perspective. I yeah. Mean, when were we? We were in the nineties. Yeah, you can't do it. It's not. It's not as easy to do that one. To be ninety in the, I don't think I'm. What, I would have been seven in the, at oldest seven in the nineties, but I don't think I'm gonna be ninety in the sevens. In the teens. Nah, dude, I'll be long gone. I've been no. seeing some videos, and I think they're fake. Of there's like, not many, not many times when you could pull that off. That quote. No, it's a pretty good quote though. I've been seeing some videos online of like stupidly old people, like like they almost look like mummies, and I think it's fake. I, I can't believe that this is real, but like just very very old, like people who are like a hundred, hundred twenty five or yeah. something like that. No, I do I don't believe any of that. I I, I don't either. Because, I mean, I, I heard a quote. It was like back in the day, the average lifespan of of a person was like thirty or forty years. Yeah. And so every time you stretch the wrong way or twist in a certain way and you hear your bones cracking, that's them silently whispering to you, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> Don't like that. It's like because all. because of modern medicine, you know, we live we live a lot longer than people back in the day used to. I mean, yeah. again, that's why we, people we, used to die from they, splinters. Yeah. Like they didn't have the same health problems we did. No, they had much worse health now problems. Because now we're well now we're getting to the point where we live so long that we run into other health problems that we've never had before that we didn't know were possible yeah like, so it's like where where is it? there's a fine line in there where it's good like i i'd hate would you okay here's a quote random question if you were the first person to ever have a disease like lou Gehrig, like i'm sure he wasn't the first one to ever have lou you know als but it's named after him would you embrace it and be like, I'm the first ever to have this, so I'm going to like make a, people aware of this? Or would you be like, are you kidding me? Literally nobody else on the face of the planet has ever had this disease, and I'm the, <laughs> I'm the first one. Like, How would you take that? I mean, I'm assuming that he, in his case, he knew that there were others that maybe at the time they didn't know that it was exactly the same thing. Turns out years later that they find out other people have had that disease but i think you could be a good starter like to to bring awareness and bring awareness to the issue so i just started typing in lou like was lou gehrig the first to have als like because i was curious but google autofills it to was lou gehrig a good person and are you insinuating <laughs> is google insinuating he was not a good person because he had als i know or like somebody's gonna be like oh he was a terrible person i'm glad he got als like <laughs> like what who's googling why is somebody googling this i don't i don't know who's i just the, oh never mind who is the oh joe dimaggio is he the one that uh dated marilyn monroe is uh, that joe DiMaggio? i have no idea oh i don't know as one of the guys in the yankees uh, ALS was identified in 1869 by French neurologist Jean-Martin Corchot. I don't know if I'm saying that right. See, so well before... But they, they well probably didn't Lou know Gehrig. exactly what it was, but... So it was identified... But, but they tied it to him. They tied it to him because he was, like, the most... He was a, the most beloved baseball player in the 1930s into the 40s. So I think you using your image and everything to promote it 
the the curing of it i think it's a noble cause there is so yes i would well yeah but like i said you can take it one of two ways if you're like the first person to have it it's like are you are you kidding me like nobody else has ever had this disease ever no i'm not i'm not gonna sit around and wallow in it no i think that's not i think that's that's a great way i am i think that's a great attitude to have like you're gonna you're gonna make the most of it yeah Um, my my thing is if i have an issue well fuck i'm gonna do whatever i can and try to try whatever i can to fix the issue rather than sitting here and saying what was me Oh, I think that's good. Like there was that girl uh, who went to Mount Saint. Rather than making a TikTok about it. Okay. Stop. You keep getting on to me for my TikToks. I, I hate TikTok. I. That's a lie. Anyways, the, there was that girl from. There was that girl from Mount Saint Joe, um, college in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, um, basketball player. Yeah. Oh, what was her name? Yeah, look it up because that's. I want to pay homage to her because, dude, she handled that shit. Like, she, for those of you who don't know this girl, I'll look her name up. But had, while we were in college, too. I mean, it was, yeah. we were in college at the same time as her. I, don't I, I just repeated the same thing. That I, but we were actually, so Mount St. Joe is actually in the same conference as our college. So it's kind of interesting. Mount St. Joe College. Uh, Lauren? Was it Lauren? It might have been Lauren sometime. That sounds familiar. That sounds with. like it's right cancer lauren hill oh man that memory dude that memory so lauren hill um went to mount st joseph uh in cincinnati i think they're in cincinnati area and uh was diagnosed with brain cancer and she was 19 she might have been 18 whenever they found out but i mean she was just constantly out there like raising money just being a a beacon of positivity like it was incredible Mm -hmm. to be that young knowing that you know what your fate is going to be i mean it was absolutely amazing and like uplifting Mm -hmm. so i I think espn probably did a story on her yeah whatever yep so anyway the thing is like when you have a movement regardless of where you're at in life you just gotta be the wave or be the person that continues to carry that wave on yeah and and push it forward but man i i'd like to think that that's what i would do like everybody thinks like do you ever i was just thinking the same thing do you ever imagine yourself in situations it could be whatever situation like i've always thought about you're you're watching save it private ryan right yeah what would i do in that situation exactly and you'd like to picture yourself as the hero or the person that's going to sacrifice them jump on the grenade for your comrades or whatever and would you though like that's the, that's the thing is like you think it's easy to say from the couch while you're watching a movie or you're you're you know watching the story about a person but like would you actually do those things and it's crazy the people that do and, Absolutely. and i think sometimes it's just like it's instinctual like people don't even think they just do it and mm-hmm. whatever happens ends up happening but the people that do think and think about it or they don't do it they either don't do it or they get killed inconsequently yeah it's like like uh, when you uh, when you panic or you know you uh, you hesitate. He- what is it? Hesitation kills. Yep. You know, it's like you hesitate and you know. So I don't so know. But- I, I don't. I don't like to speculate. Would I do this or would I not? If that situation pops up, then I'll worry about it then. But I don't like to think of the hypotheticals or whatever because it also takes away from that person who actually did it. Right there. I, I, don't, I think it does. I don't think you're diminishing whatever somebody did heroically. But you get what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. it's it's an inter it's an interpersonal reflection of yourself. Like what 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 would I do in that situation? Like, but you can't know until it actually happens. I don't think it's diminishing that person. I just think it's interesting to think about me as a person. Would I have done that? Yeah, absolutely. And there, there are people who'd be like, "Fuck no, I hell yeah, I would." Everybody does that. Every everybody that's ever watched a movie, a war movie, or any other movie, puts I, themselves in that first character, uh, first person, whatever you want to call it, perspective, first person perspective. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't think I, I would agree. I think I would think that's a very normal thing. Now, here's something that I don't necessarily think is normal. Do you ever picture worst case scenarios? like tragic events worst case scenarios like if i'm on a plane am i picturing myself the plane going down like have you yeah have you ever caught yourself doing that 
Yeah. Yeah, I have too. And and I don't know if that's normal or not. Like I'll be driving down the road. It's like, what if that semi truck just came across the median at me? Like, you know, it, it, it's like, why am I thinking like that? Rather than just like focusing on driving or singing whatever songs on the radio, like why am I thinking this? This this episode kind of got dark <laughs> in yeah. a direction I didn't no mean kidding. to. But but well, I mean, like the the way you create the safest scenario for you is by focusing and not detracting for it, detracting from your attention, thinking about these other situations because that's how you end up in that wreck. Yeah. So. I, again, I don't know if that's normal for people to do. Like, like, are there people out there who say, no, I've never thought about that ever. But I, I don't feel like we're in the minority on that. I feel like... No, more, I think everybody does. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a common thing or if it would be just like, oh, no, I've done that before, but it's not something that I do, like, all the time. I it, definitely don't do it in every situation, though. No, not every situation. Like, I'm not literally sitting here thinking, like, oh, the, the roof's going to collapse on us, but at the same time... I just thought about <laughs> that that one can in the top of the fridge worst case scenario it was over carbonated it's about to blow up no oh, yeah no it's not necessarily little things littler things but it's no like, i'm saying it's gonna happen oh it is gonna happen yeah. oh okay well want to bet on it <laughs> no i'm good no okay you and betting um i you did bet on everything i no, I don't no. bet on everything. I have found myself wanting to go to a casino more. That's that's starting to become a bad habit. First thing to do is admit you have a problem. I don't have a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just know that once I start going to the Leave casino... Leave me alone, Mom. <laughs> shut up, Mom. I don't have a problem. <laughs> it's just a phase. Or it's not a phase. I don't know what it is. If you enjoy it and it doesn't get out of hand, I think you're, you're, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... I don't want to say that I've spent money on dumber things, but I also probably you have. You could spend money on heroin. That would be bad. Yeah. I think heroin would be bad. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I wish <laughs> you would switch that to, I know heroin would be bad. I've never tried it. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now there's a... Okay. So the probability now... I think the probability of you doing heroin it's based 50, on that 50. statement. No. <laughs> it's, it's always 50-50. <laughs> I don't think so. I think the probability of you doing heroin went up slightly based on your past statements there. I disagree. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's something we haven't talked about. We're going to we're gonna lighten it up a little bit. We're going go to go talk sports. Have you watched any of March Madness? I watched a few games. I don't. See, I'm just not a big basketball person in general. I just, I don't know. I think we've talked about this. I think they score too much, and they're I lose. How much is too much? All the time, like every almost every play, there is a point scored. So you would rather it be like soccer in hockey? Yeah, um, I mean, even football. I mean, they they score, but it's like there's no the big play only comes at the end of the game. Like there's the only big play, it, big plays, if you want to say multiple, come within the final like two, three minutes of a basketball game. Which is also terrible because you've got the last, I don't know, two and a half, three minutes of game lasts about a half hour. It can. And it all goes down to basically the last 30 seconds, 10 seconds or so. Yeah. And they just constantly and foul. three quarters and... of the time they miss the shot. Yeah. I, I would say even higher than that. Yeah. So they they score. So I see where you're coming from. So they keep they score all in like if it's a blowout, like if it's a close game, it's like oh there's plenty of time. I'm not worried. If it's a blowout, it's like well I don't have to watch this game anymore because they're down by 30 points. So like the only excitement that I get out of basketball is like the final two minutes of the game. Like I don't need to watch any of the rest of the game. I just need to watch the final two minutes and I will get everything out of that game that I need. At least in football, you never know when somebody's going to break a big play. Like, it's your team. Every play could be a big play. But in basketball, it's like every play typically is like, eh, whatever. Same thing in hockey. Like, any possession could lead to a goal. Baseball. Any pitch could end up in a home run. But basketball, it like only comes down to the final, like we said, two or three minutes. So I don't, I'm not a huge basketball fan. I do like March Madness because it does seem like the entire game, there seems to be a sense of urgency because mm-hmm. it's win or go home. Yep. But typically I don't follow basketball. But I, I've watched a little bit of this tournament. 
until I had Baylor winning one of my brackets and they got bounced. So that sucks. Um, but we still do have a 15 seed in the tournament. St. Mary's? St. Peter's. Saint P- sorry. St. Peter's. Sorry, Mary. St. Peter's is still in the tournament in the Sweet 16 as a 15 seed. And last year, Oral Roberts did the same thing. It was everybody constantly saying, I love Oral on, <laughs> during March Madness. I was about to say so. Like, yeah, don't like that name, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, we have another 15 seed. And it's funny, uh, again, a TikTok. Uh, that I saw and this guy is like yo I've played enough AAU basketball to realize when you got a team that looks like this and it's all just a bunch of very tall black dudes on the team and there's one white dude with a mustache (laughs) on the end of the bench he goes that kid and he points to the white dude is a stone cold killer (laughs) like when the entire team looks one way and you got this one and he he like called him Mark or whatever he's like and you got this guy over here I, I actually I think his name is Doug I think his actual name is like Doug. Um, he's like, you got this guy over here. You know that this kid can play. And I, I it made me chuckle because he, I think he did something in the Kentucky game to actually like, he hit a big shot or something like that to put him over Kentucky, to put St. Peter's over Kentucky in the first round. Uh, okay. Yeah. So anyways, I just, I thought it was funny because it's just, they're from New Jersey, I think. I have no idea. But that's kind of the fun of March Big Madness. Big fan, though. Big D- fan. Dude, I, it still baffles me that the odds of picking a perfect bracket are one in four quintillion or some ridiculously large number. Like, So back to your probabilities. 50-50. I get a perfect bracket. <laughs> I mean, I get your point, but like... That's after the fact. It's abstract thinking. That's for us big brain people. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the the one of a kind species that we keep Endangered locked. species. We, we keep locked in a cage. <laughs> not, <laughs> not for his safety, but for everybody else's safety. I'm not dangerous. You're <laughs> the minute you figure the minute you figure out how to post on TikTok <laughs> watch out world here I, I come am, I am nervous <laughs> I'm gonna get a million followers like that <laughs> I don't I don't like the idea of that but. so <laughs> so <laughs> It's not for his protection. It's for everybody else's protection. Uh, You can't stop a freight train, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming. So one person did manage. I think the closest anybody's gotten to a perfect bracket is um, sweet. I think they picked the sweet 16 correctly. And then they missed like one into the elite eight. That's pretty impressive. Wouldn't it? Would it be? Uh, I feel like the odds of you getting it right get like greater, and and this might be a stupid statement. Like if you get the round of thirty-two right, so you get you pick all or sixty-four, the round of sixty-four teams, and you pick all of those games right down to the thirty-two, and then you pick all of those games right. Like your chances, do they increase or decrease of getting it right? Like, or does increase. it change at all? Like, I would think it'd be easier to pick the, you know, to get those last few right. It absolutely increases. It's like you just shrank the bracket. Yeah. So let's say you, so let's instead say you of had being, a bracket yeah, that was okay. only the final four, your odds of getting that right are a lot higher than you just getting. Yeah. I just, from the very beginning. So, uh, well, I was thinking it more, not necessarily of like the, you know, possible combinations of, the the bracket but more of like seedings because you don't you don't have like the big upsets so like i don't know does it get easier or harder because you instead in the final four you typically have like ones twos threes four four seeds like the higher seeds so it's not like you have a 12 beating a five seed every year yeah but those are the individual probabilities of each of the the games themselves so okay 
So like if you had a one and a sixteen get down to the the final four for whatever reason or the I don't know elite eight, your probability of that like the probability of the one winning is still high, but yeah, that's see that's the thing. It's like I don't know because you, it's hard to predict a fifteen seed beating a two seed. Like the vast majority of people are taking the the higher ranked seed. It's the safe bet. Yeah, it's the safe bet, but it's never chance is never probable. It's always fifty fifty. It's <laughs> and you know what else is fifty fifty? The results. <laughs> the results are fifty fifty, but the probability is not fifty fifty. It's also fifty fifty that it's that time of the night. What time of the night is it's it? It's not fifty fifty. It it, it, it is last call. Last now it's a hundred. <laughs> Correct. Drink up, drink up, drink up. I think you need to go back to school. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. Uh, This week, I think Warner decided he was going to do a 20 questions for me. Yeah. Is is that correct? That is correct. There's a 50-50 shot. I got there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I could have switched it up on you completely. Yeah. Well, fair enough. I mean, we had a pre... Whatever. I'm I'm done talking to you about statistics and probability. All right. Well, let's get to the 20 questions then. Okay. So we are going to do, you did a person last week and that person was? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. This week, we are also going to do a person. It is a person. Yeah. We're not, we're not doing a a place. We're not doing a team like St. Peter's. We're not doing a location. We're not doing a noun or. Yeah. We're not, we're going to. Not uh Well, I, I guess it is a noun. A person is a noun, right? A person is a noun. But it's a proper noun. It is a proper noun. Look at me. I see we learned English, but not <laughs> probability and statistics. So Alright. All right. Let's get this started. Alright. Are uh, you recording your I'm you recording what, my I, questions. I, I don't trust you, so I'm gonna record the number of questions that you, you asked. You can roll the questions. I'm writing down like the answers to those oh, questions. That's, that's fine, but I'm gonna write down what uh how many questions you ask because I don't trust you because of your probability and statistics that you've had going. Okay. You ready? Yes, I am ready. All right. Is this person an actor? They are. All right. They're an actor. Is this person a female? They are not. All right. So they're a male. Well, I don't know. Are they? <laughs> they are not. No. They identify as a male? Anyways, that that counts as another question. That no, it, I'm hundred percent. That I'm does. No, it, I'm not counting. The that. probability of that being a question is a hundred percent. That's zero percent. That counts as a question. No, it doesn't. You asked um, how they identify. I said, "Shut up!" You know that was a joke. You're trying to screw me out of winning. Okay, so you're at two questions. Male actor. Um. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do they typically do comedy movies? Um, are they are they in comedy movies? Because it, it technically needs to be yes or no. Technically needs to be yes or no. They are in some comedy movies. I would call them some comedy movies. Are they over the age of 30? Uh, yes, they are. All right, so that's four. Um, are any of the movies that they're in, uh, like, sequel? Like, are there sequels to those movies? They are. Sequeled movies? I swear to God, if it's Jeff Goldblum, I'm going to freak out. (laughs) I wish I would have done that. It would have been a lot funnier. All right. They are in sequel movies. Um, So some comedy movies. Do they? mm, Boy. Are they? uh, No, that's a stupid question. Um, God, I wish I would have prepared these. I knew this was coming and I didn't prepare questions. I'm upset with myself. 
How embarrassing. The okay, probability fine. of you preparing. Um, are they African-American? Uh, they are not. Okay. Are they Caucasian? That's two different questions. Uh, they are not. I, this is this is like I, I I'm abiding by the rules. Yeah, that's two different questions. So they're not black. They're not Caucasian. Um, male. Boy, there's a lot of male actors out there, aren't there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you have not narrowed it down. Kind of over I mean, thirty. Yeah, you nailed it down from like occupation, gender. Were did they do race? Did they did they start as an actor or did they start outside of acting? Like, did they start off as an actor? I would say, ooh, uh, I would, I, in the traditional sense, I would say no. Did not. Would you consider the thing they did prior to being an actor, being an athlete? I would say so in the traditional sense all right how many is that i think that's One, ten. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. you counted that identifies as a male <laughs> bullshit hey all right well, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that all right does this person have hair uh they do not currently it's a fucking rock it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson when I go home bro and (laughs) (laughs) this game sucks (laughs) this sucks that was a little bit your your person was a little bit easier than my person (sighs) your person was a little bit easier than mine though like how much time do we have? Uh, like three minutes. <laughs> you're you're okay. So the rock was a I little bit you, easier. I gave you, man. I need to watch my mouth because when it when you're like, oh, is this person when this person started out were they an actor? And I said no, not in the traditional sense. I should have said no. Yeah, but I already was on the path of the rock. If you would have said no, it would like it would not have. That helped me because him starting off in the WWF or E, whatever it was back yeah, then. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, Switch him off. starting off there, I was already the athletic piece. Even if you would have said yes or no, that wasn't what threw it. You, you, well, and then you said not black, not Caucasian because he is mixed, I believe. Or is he? I believe he's Hawaiian or uh, Polynesian. Yeah. So, I thought I thought he was mixed something. And so like when you said no to both of those, I was like I started thinking of like other ethnicities that this person could be and then I was like, "Wait a minute. He could be both of those." And so he said no to both of those. And and so then I started thinking of like mixed people who are mixed famous people that I know. I don't know. It just And then I I almost the one that I said was that is that a that's a stupid question. At the very beginning, I was thinking is that a stupid question? I almost asked, are they bald? Like at okay. the at the very beginning. And then once all of these other things fell in line, that's when I asked it because I was like, got it. So his father was African Canadian uh, slash black Nova Scotian uh, with a small amount of Irish. That's his father. Small amount of Irish. Huh? Just a little bit. Well, that's the Johnson Just in him. One little shot of jameson the the johnson and his mother was samoan okay so, so that's probably where the majority of it comes from the samoan yeah yeah that's what i yeah <sighs> I was kind of what a, how anticlimactic was that 
a little bit. I got it in. I guess I'm just bad. I got it in ten. No, you 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 screwed me on the trivia that one time. One, two, three, four. You did five, it to me too. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that was ten questions. I guess there's always a next time, right? There's always a next time. Maybe we'll do this. I don't know. We could try to do this with a guest. Maybe see if see if. I mean, I don't and see it, we could we because could do it with the the indie band. <laughs> can, can, we, can we make it then? <laughs> like, exactly the answer is you. Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> or we could probably put. No, you narcissistic <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's this other indie band that we wanted to have on other than you. <laughs> well, this episode was interesting. We went uh, went down a little bit of a rabbit hole there. That's the whole point, though, right? No, it's it's no. It was a dark rabbit hole. It, it was a little for bit a little bit. Hole. It was a dark rabbit hole, we'll, but we'll, it was fun. We'll we'll find uh, we'll find the happiness <laughs> next episode. What's the probability of that? 50-50, baby. For the Last Call podcast, I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. We hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends.